Hello and welcome to the My RV Ninja podcast. I'm your host, James Upham, your lead RV ninja who helps you karate chop your way into the RV lifestyle. It is my belief that everyone who buys RVs should be empowered with all the tools necessary to receive a great price and a great experience. This show provides tips for the RV lifestyle and reveals how RV research, education, and experience can help you buy or sell RVs without being taken advantage of. The most important things in life are relationships, and RVs really can be relationship investments. If you enjoyed today's show, you can find out more at MyRVNinja.com. Well, hello, fellow RVers. James here, your RV Ninja at My RV Ninja. Hey, we're here to karate chop all the BS, especially when it comes to your buying experience. I um, wanted to spend a few minutes with you today. Um, I, if you heard that noise in the background, that was me clapping my hands um, because I'm excited <laughs> uh, for the, to talk to you about something that I think some of you may be on the fence about, and that is, hey, I I really like this RV thing. I'm I'm never been an RVer before. I've made the decision with my family to go out and start buying some, or, or start researching to buy my next RV. Uh, but I don't know where to start. Um, specifically, I don't know where to start to downsize and how to get out of my current home if we do this full time. So today is going to be dedicated to you on what you can and can't do. So let's get started. So for some of you out there who are interested in becoming a full timer, I would encourage you to do a few things first. The first is if you have never spent time in an RV why don't you try to rent one or go with a family friend if you can, if they have a large enough, a large enough RV and go spend a weekend uh, or go spend a week and find, find out what it is and whether or not you truly like the lifestyle. I think people make a mistake a lot of times where they say, oh, I got to do this. Uh, everyone's buying an RV. I'm never getting on a plane again, et cetera, et cetera. And so I'm going to go out and I'm going to sell our house. We're going to have some cash to put down or maybe buy it all. Buy the RV on cash, and we're going to travel the country. Now, listen, I am all for that. I uh, I'm tempted to do that myself. My wife is a a well-known jeweler. She manufactures and actually fabricates uh, jewelry, specifically a lot of wedding bands and engagement rings. And she has her studio here, where we live in North Carolina. It's a little bit harder to do that when it comes to um, soldering and welding and doing all the stuff that she does, you know, in the back of an RV. Uh, but if it wasn't for that, and my kids are still pretty young, you know, we're all 10 years old. Uh, they're all, maybe me too, but they are all 10 years old and younger. You know, that's, they're not, it's just not the right time for us. Now, you can say to any and all of those reasons why you can still make that work for another couple, right? So what could happen is you can, you know, you can decide you can be in a similar circumstance with or without kids businesses and whatnot. And believe me, there's a lot of ways to make that work. Um, it just it just basically boils down to this. Will it work well for you? The way that you can find that out is go in RV for a little while. And if you haven't done that, please do that first, because the last thing that you want to do, you've heard the other podcast, I hope, um, when you drive your RV off the lot, you're going to, in the first two years, uh, receive significant um, depreciation. So you might, if you're financing especially, you might be upside down and, and having difficulty getting out of it. Now, today's market when it comes to RVs, 
not as much of a problem, but I think that's going to stop very soon in the next couple months. I think we're going to see some regularity there. We're going to see things balance themselves out. And, we're, and part of this mad you know, craze that's been happening in the industry, I think things are going to slow down. People are going to step back and say, okay, um, now that the election is over and maybe there'll be some advances with the whole coronavirus thing, I think people might um, be looking to sell more of their RVs, um, which may or may not help you, content de- depending upon whether or not it's a buyer's market or a seller's market. Of course, right now, as a dealer, and as a seller, but especially as a dealer, you are in a very good position. So all of that to say, please rent first. Let's say that you have rented first or you do have experience, you grew up or you'd spend some time in RVs and you're going to go for it. Uh, one of the questions is, where do you start? Um, of course, you know, my RV broker, we help people in finding the best RV for their needs. But let's say that uh, you're beyond that at this point. Either we helped you or, or you did it on your own. And... Um, you just need to know you got someone who's ready to buy your house. I just just met with a good friend of mine today who's a very successful uh, real estate agent. He's been focusing a lot of his attention on uh, the sellers uh, because there's uh, not as much of them uh, in the market. There's a lot more buyers. So real estate is really good uh, to be a good business to be in right now. He's having an outstanding year and I'm happy for him. But the point is, is that there's not as much in uh, in the market, at least where we live, and so it's, it still is a seller's market in this industry too. So let's say that you are able to sell your home quickly, which I suspect you probably will. And where do you start to downsize? You know, how do you start to downsize? There's a couple of really good books and articles out there. If you just Google downsizing the family home, you should be able to pull up a few of them. Um, you know, there's even organizations like AARP and some of those, you know, I'm not crazy about those guys to be truthful, but I would say that there's a lot of really good articles out there. Um, State Farm and some of these insurance companies also provide good uh, good information on everything from how to downsize to um, what you can do to prepare for a hurricane. So um, I would say spend a little time online and get some help. Spend. If you got a Kindle, buy a, uh, you know, buy a Kindle book and just read through that. You don't have to do that. There's a lot of really good information out there. Um, and good YouTube videos too, but a lot of really good information on how to succinctly downsize in your home. Because look, it's it's easy to get overwhelmed. Uh, you, I mean, I, I've I've been waiting to do my garage and reorganize my garage for the last three months. I've been telling myself I'm going to wait until it gets a little cooler, which I am. Uh, and I keep I went down to my garage today, almost almost literally started it, uh, started the whole process, and said no. I just you know the why it's because I have so much junk. I need to downsize. I need to give that stuff away. And that's kind of the second part of this podcast. I would say, hey, you know how to use Facebook. You know how to use Craigslist, although you got to be careful sometimes with them. But you know how to use Facebook Marketplace. You can sell a lot of your stuff online, and that'll certainly help you uh, in your endeavors as you go out into the full-time RV living. Storage units, of course, they have them now where you know they'll come to your house. You can fill it up, and they'll go store it away for you. But I'm going to challenge you to think about something else, too. You can give away a lot of your stuff. Um, I'm not saying that you have to give it all away, but I'm amazed how blessed we are as a family when we spend time giving to our local charities or church, whatever, um, people in need and helping people with stuff that you have that um, you could sell or maybe even had difficult times selling. Man, think about giving that away. So look at that information online. There's, there's a lot of ways how to go and start 
you know, in certain rooms, work your way around the house, where to, you know, great contacts as to where you can, Salvation Army, for instance, on what they will, will and will not pick up, et cetera, et cetera. I know we work with some homeless ministries here in town, um, and there are wonderful places to start because, you know, there are some great ministries out there that are looking to help people um, and uh, do better in life. And, uh, you know, certainly a lot of these other organizations out there will as well. So, First word of advice, I would say, please go out and rent or spend a little time in an RV if you can before you decide you're going to sell the farm and live the full uh, RV lifestyle. Second thing, go online and figure out a way before you do this on the best way to consolidate, get rid of, sell, etc., downsizing your home. And thirdly, consider possibly uh, going out and giving some of the uh, stuff that you have away to those people in need. Um, especially for the stuff that you can't sell, don't want to sell, um, or don't have time to sell, I should say. And, um, you know, think about, uh, think about that as an alternative. Hope that helps. I'll be back again here to talk to you about some other really important, hopefully, issues that you have thought about. I think they're important anyway, or maybe have not thought about yet as you are engaging in, uh, into the whole RV lifestyle thing. Now, listen, that's what it is. It's more than a habit. You know, habits take what, 28, 29, 30 days. Um, you want to get beyond that to day 31 and um, day 32, day 33, and then it becomes more of a lifestyle for you. So good luck on your search and all that you're doing. If there's anything I can do for you, please feel free to reach out my way. In the meantime, have fun out there RVing and God bless. Mm-hmm.